All righty, and we're back. Episode, I guess, where are we on four now? We're just sure. rocking and rolling. Um, you know, again, Lord, just do your thing. We just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your word, your truth, your life that uh, speaks in and through us and, and others and just brings about your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So, my goodness, we've just been going way deeper than I think we anticipated. <laughs> um, so, I'm just going to kind of just, you know, sit back here and just do. Go ahead. Just <laughs> I feel like I've been doing a lot of just a lot of this. I don't know. Like I just feel like I've been saying like a lot, and I just like I don't know. I want to stop. I'm like stop. Yeah. No. No. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'm I'm used to it. So it's used to me talking too much. I'm just used to used to me. <laughs> so it's really okay. <laughs> it's just everybody knows I talk way too much apparently. I just it's fine. <laughs> so we have been talking about geez a lot uh righteousness faith doubt not having doubt uh just we've been talking about a whole bunch of stuff mm. and um uh, which is amazing and oh wow just wow <laughs> trying, like my brain is trying to catch up to what's going on but i don't want my brain to catch no, up no. it's not about that so we we ended off uh, on such an amazing note. So Lord, just do your thing. I um, gosh, I have so many things going through my head right now. Like so many, so many scriptures. I don't even know where to start. To be honest with you, um, but I think this this righteousness and our faith really stems from intimacy, mm. like who who we are like the foundations of who we are is righteousness and faith in him and it's all his because it came from him it was never us it never came from us and it's like intimacy with the lord uh, it brings about those characters of him through us when we demonstrate that or represent that to the world around us whether it be at our workplaces or just our daily life with our family. And um, it's like, uh, was it Emily? Emily gave Chris uh, this, uh, the word intimacy, gosh, a year ago or so, yeah, something like that. And it's just like, has been explosive. And like everything has stems from intimacy. Yeah everything every every word every thought comes from the intimacy with the lord mm. that's really good and it's because we because he is the vine we are the branches and if you've ever looked at a vine the vine like it, it's so seamless um and if you look at like the leaves attached to the vine there's see it's seamless there is no you you can't really tell where the vine ends and the branches begin mm. which is our life in christ wow that if <laughs> if we are submission in if we are in submission of that mm. if we can believe that to be if true we, yeah, yeah if wow. we can believe that to be true that that is who we are in a, in a nutshell and it's this constant abiding this constant 
flow of his life in us, breathing in us, uh, his words that God had spoken about us before the foundations of the world coming into life through us. Like I, I have this just crazy thought that every cell of our body is actually the word of God imprinted in us wow. that has come to life in a human being. Wow. Just a crazy thought that I had. Well, I mean, John tells us that Jesus was the word made flesh. Right. So that's, that's, wow. That's amazing. Every cell, every piece of us is actually the word expressed outwardly. Yeah. So it goes back to almost like episode one or two that we did where we talked about how our lives are, are to be lived out in that way, in a way that people can read us. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Mm. So that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're right. All things come from intimacy, like yeah. everything. Like, what did we talk about last week at our, uh, at our, you know, our weekly gathering was the idea of you know rest, and mm. when we're in rest, we're actually able to finally step into relationship with the Lord. Yeah, yeah, because it's like if you look at a vine, right? The the leaves that are the branches of a vine, uh, whatever vine you're looking at. It's like the leaves can't do anything on its own and the, the vine can't do anything on its own because it's rooted. It's attached to a root. And who's the root? God is ultimately the root. And it's like all, all our resources, all of our things come from that life that we are in him. And it's like if we, if, <laughs> if we can't do anything apart from God we can't we cannot live apart if you if you chop a, a limb off the vine that branch or that leaf is going to die mm. they can't do anything apart from the vine uh, wow that's so good you know, and then a lot of people are like, well, I can do things all the time and I'm not part of that And but I, the question is, is it bearing eternal fruit Mm. you know because there's a lot of people that would say well i'm a good person i i do mm. these good things i have this yeah i have this stuff going on in my life i'm not you know connected mm. to a god or or part of this but i'm still right. doing good things and look there's good fruit like people are being fed people are being clothed so you know what's the answer to that right hmm So I walked you into these things. <laughs> Thanks. So I'm in First Corinthians. I just I didn't I didn't even know where I was going to. I actually be honest with you. I was just going through. So this is First Corinthians um 12, 21 through 26. And it's gonna be um in, in my Bible I have this thing called Kingdom Dynamics. And it's going to be from that. And it says interdependence, mm. reconciliation, or um, independence says, I can do it myself. Interdependence says, I cannot do it alone. We need each other. The goal of interdependence in the church and among churches is to reflect the unity of the body of Christ in the midst of its diversity. Mm. 
God has gifted different parts of the body, including different mm-hmm. congregations with specific missions to build up the whole. As the body functions in the way God intends, he uses it to draw alienated people of varied circumstances to the good news of Jesus Christ. Interdependence is difficult to develop in a culture that insists on its own way and rights, but to minister reconciliation, we must learn it. In interdependence living, we learn to appreciate the uniqueness of the other of the other and to need what the other is bringing to the relationship. <laughs> mm. See this uh, reciprocal equality as described in 2 Corinthians 8, 12 through 14, where one's abundance, abundance supply what the other lacks, leading to a mutual benefiting of each other as interdependence supplies different needs, balancing the whole. Um, it also refers to Colossians 3.13 and Matthew 5.19. That's really good. Mm. So, I mean, not only do we, you know, I guess to use your vine thing, right? So, you know, Jesus says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. So each branch is actually supporting each other. Yes. As, as they're united with the vine. Yeah. Wow. So in each leaf, you know, we, most of us have learned this in school. uh, It's called, uh, Oh, if I can remember it, come on, brain. Photosynthesis. So, yes. Ooh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if that's where you're going. Oh, no, that's where I was going. <laughs> not to get too technical. I, I mean, I like the technical stuff, but not to get too technical. So a, a tree or a vine, any plant cannot live without photosynthesis. It, ha- it needs food from the sun. So each leaf produces food quote unquote, for the vine or for that, for that whole uh, plant to live. So sharing resources. Yes. Mm. Wow. It sounds like an ax church thing where they went house to house and shared meals and shared Mm. resources, sold land and properties and, you know, divided equally among them. And, you know, I mean, people today would call that, you know, some sort of, you know, commune or, cultish even but the reality Mm -hmm. is when you're in christ and you are in his body then the body works together for the mutual benefit of the whole yep wow that's really good Mm. that's really good Mm. yeah because and it all goes back to intimacy yeah. Like, and how, like, there's this saying that I like to say, you can either have as little as God or as much as God as you want. You can either eat from the scraps on the, on the floor or you can eat the abundance of the feast that he has put out before us. Mm. Hmm. To tie in this, like what you said about you know what you just shared on in first corinthians the one of the scriptures second corinthians 8 12 it says for if the intention and desire are there the size of the gift doesn't matter your gift is fully acceptable to god according to what you have not what you don't have and i think that that's a great um 
reminder. I mean, that's talking a little bit about the financial side of things, but really, if you take it in general, like sometimes we look at others and we see what they have and we, mm. we think that because we don't have it, we're less uh, important or, or we're less capable to, uh, you know, quote unquote, be of service in the kingdom, mm -hmm. if you will, uh, when the reality is God isn't asking you to be or do anything other than what he's called you to be or do. And, yes. and when we submit to him, then mm -hmm. there is no competition. There is none of these things. We recognize that we have a part to play in the body and we play that. We, we identify that, right? We allow the Lord to reveal that. And then we do all things to ensure that we yeah. fulfill that purpose right mm -hmm. not that we fulfill it but that god fulfills it through us through our submission but i think you get the idea you know if i'm going to play catcher on my baseball team i can't sit behind the plate and call signs to a pitcher and all the stuff i'm supposed to do if i'm wanting to be the center fielder right mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm going to screw up what i'm doing which is going to mess up the team but if i say you know what i'm the catcher and i'm going to give 100 to doing this and doing it to the best ability God gave me, right? And then what happens? You know, they're, they're, you're blessed in that and you are operating at the full capacity you're supposed to. And then the idea is that everybody recognizes their position and they operate in the full capacity. And then that's where you mm -hmm. have championship teams yeah, um, because everybody's so doing their part. And I think that that's it. We have a victory in Jesus. Yes. The victory is already won. So now we need to just seek the Lord for our part in it yeah. and then allow him to work in it through us for his good pleasure to fulfill that mm -hmm. part to the maximum. Yeah. And, I, and it goes and it all goes down to as well is these uh, giftings that many uh, like to tear apart or I should probably not tear apart is not the right word, but they like to, oh, prophecy that's just one but really these gifts of the spirit that god has given us correlate with who we are in christ and how he has made each person to fulfill those needs in a community because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh. the gift of of prophecy is going to uh bring life and to speak life and then it takes another person to take that prophecy and walk that out in a practical way where it's actually the manifestation of God's word here now. Mm, wow. What's crazy about what we've been doing these last four episodes is like, they're all linked, but they're all like so different yet all the same, you know? And what's crazy about it is, you know, we can, you can, you can tie everything into just a couple of simple things. And I think you've hit on it. It's like our intimacy, you know, which, which helps us to understand and believe the righteousness that we are in God in Christ Jesus and builds our faith and our trust in him. And then allows us then to submit to him. Cause I think one of the biggest issues is denying self and submitting mm -hmm. to God because yes. we don't fully trust God. So we mm -hmm. want to hold on to something because we right. think, you know, well, God's mm -hmm. not going to maybe 
do it and maybe i need to take a hold of it or mm. you know you know because that's what happens in the world people yeah. let us down people say they're going to do this yeah. or say they're going to be there and they're not and so then we've learned to you know take care of ourselves when yes. you know god the father you know is is not like our earthly fathers in the terms mm -hmm. of making those mistakes he's a perfect father and uh, he's made us for relationship with him and and you know there is there is also he's made us for relationship with others in the body obviously mm -hmm. but the first and foremost thing is relationship with him because then if we yes. can trust him and, and abide in him and be intimate with mm -hmm. him then he's going to guide us in all things and that includes the relationships we have on this earth the situations that we're involved in mm -hmm. uh and things like that yeah that's good to be fully reliant on the father frog Fully reliant on God. Sweet frog, isn't that the yogurt place? Where... <laughs> I'm, see, I'm the goof, I'm, I'm, I can be pretty serious, but I'm pretty much the goofball of, of Christian though, I feel. But um, but yeah, yeah, we got to be fully reliant on God, and that's not even in our own power. Still, no. I think ultimately, all that we talked about over the last few episodes, you know, really just just kind of comes down to the idea of. Genesis, you know, one at the end of it where God rested and right at the mm. beginning in Genesis two, you know, was the beginning of man's life on this earth and it was in rest with God. Yeah. And it's there that the relationship was built. Mm. It was there that they had everything provided for them. Like God yes. said, I have given you all the things that you need for life, like everything. everything. And, and the New Testament says we have all things for life and godliness in Jesus. But it, mm. that's the that's the key. It's and, in right, Jesus. and that's where Adam and Eve went out of rest. Yeah, they stepped out. They, they stepped out of the rest, and I think, and, and I know that God is calling us back into that rest yeah. to be fully reliant on Him, and not of the world anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's time time to time to truly walk out what we were created to walk out. Mm. You know, the the end all be all is if you're born again and you've you truly believe, right? You're fully convinced in what Jesus did and why he had to do it. Like not, yeah. not just that he did it, but the why he did it so that you can understand yeah. who you've become. You realize that what you became was back at the beginning as yes. if we never sinned. Because, yeah. You know, being redeemed means being bought back to original mm. purpose, original value. And so uh, we'll end on this note, but uh, yesterday I was, I got out my sketch pad and I, the Lord, as soon as I got it out, gave me this vision or this picture, whatever you want to call it, of, uh, of the cross. And it was looking through the cross as a God, like as in a mirror. And I saw Jesus through the cross, the, the redeemed Jesus, the one who sits at the right hand of the Father. And, and it's like he was inviting me into that place of continual uh you know eternity with him and spending in walking in that here and now and it's not just looking at the cross and what happened yes you know it's very sad that jesus you know died on the cross but now to live in that resurrected life fully redeemed co you know the was it co-crucified um, co co-resurrected um, oh, and the co-buried one, but it's like we're fully 
co-resurrected in him and to live that life fully in him and never apart from him. Yeah, it's co-heirs and everything. Yeah. And maybe what we'll do is maybe somewhere down the road, we'll talk about um, the cross. And, and ultimately, like you said, it's sad. And I think, you know, yeah, in that moment it is. But I think the reality is we've got to count it all joy when you mm -hmm. face trials. And I think the cross is probably, if we, as born-again believers, we have to see that as one of the greatest joys ever. Yeah. Because we were the joy set before mm -hmm. him. So if so we were the joy set before him, he must become the joy set before us. Oh, wow. That's good. So that'll be something we can vet out and talk about at a at a later uh, later podcast uh, episode, maybe. But I think that uh, man, we just hit four episodes pretty hard. Um, wow. Any last second things? She's got hands up. She surrenders. Surrender all to Jesus. Amen. So as we always say at the end of these, man, God bless you guys. Thank you so much uh, for being a part of this. We appreciate you. Uh, you know, if you, if you feel, you know, led to, you know, share these, you know, let others know what's going on, uh, head over to 425maryland.com. See what we got going on. If you're local here in the Maryland area, we live kind of in the Bel Air area. Um, you're more than welcome to join us at any of our gatherings or events that we have. You can go to the events tab on 425maryland.com and just check out what we got going on in the calendar up there. Uh, you got questions, you want to be a part of something, you have an idea for some event or something you want to get together, do, you know, let us know. We love partnering with people who are just seeking the Lord um, because that's really what it's about. It's, it's as my wife says all the time, you know, Matthew 633, we just need to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and then everything else will, will be added to us. So we just pray that for you all right now. And we just, again, thank you. God bless you. Reach out if you need anything and we'll see you next time.